Damn, that sounds good in the headphones. That is Real Metallica, back when uh, they used to be a metal band with Seek and Destroy. Still a metal band. I mean, all metal bands write ABC books for kids. Sure they do. They sure do. (laughs) All right, before we get into the uh, ABCs of Metallica. Yeah. Metallica and co-manager joining a multi-million dollar venture buying song catalogs and other intellectual property. Okay. Uh, Metallica and longtime co-manager Cliff Bernstein. Who did, Mm -hmm. who else did he manage at one time? Dokken. Yep. Are among the parties involved in an intellectual property acquisition venture that is being headed up by former longtime Morgan Stanley investment banker Paul Donahue. Two sources to the situation confirmed. The source emphasizes that the venture, which is called World Wired Music IP Fund and will have resources in the 300 to 500 million dollar Jesus is not being led by the group or Bernstein, even though world wired is the name of the band's most recent tour. Okay. Although they are among the parties involved in it, which sources said also include former fender president, COO Matt Janupal and former, yes. And former Sony ATV co-president Rick Krim. Mm-hmm. The venture will include song catalogs as part of its portfolio, which one source said is likely to include, but not to be limited to classic rock catalogs. Okay. The other involved parties were unclear, but a source said that meaningful resources are behind it. The source could not be clearly identified which uh, other types of intellectual property assets the new venture will focus on mm-hmm. representatives from Metallica Bernstein and Q prime artist management and Donahue declined or did not immediately respond to requests for comment. Why do I think that Lars got a long overdue text from Brian Tatler this week? <laughs> hey buddy, how are you? Would you like to buy our catalog? You know what'd be a good one for you, Lars? Diamond Head. Exactly. That'd be a great one for you to buy, and I'll sell it to you for just fifty million. Sure. <laughs> Donahue was with Morgan Stanley for thirty-two years and was head of its equity capital markets in the Americas from two thousand and six until May of this year where he was one of the Wall Street's top IPO bankers. He remains a special advisor to the company. He has also has ownership stake in Fender's guitars and has mm-hmm. been uh, acquainted with Metallica and Q Prime executives since the mid-90s. He is an advisory board member of the band's All Within My Hands charitable organization and has been a board member of the music industry's charitable organizations, the T.J. Martell Foundation, since 2003. 
Uh, so well, the bottom line of this is that they're just going to scoop up a bunch of a bunch of bands catalogs from broke dick bands that they think they could sell to movies and stuff. Well, either that or or they'll somehow put a valuation on it mm-hmm. and get investors. Okay. That that that's what that's what uh, it'll boil down to. They'll they'll say, "Hey, we have possession of this intellectual rights to these right. mu- this music catalog. We have, mm-hmm. we have exclusive rights to this. So we and as you just mentioned, uh, we could sell it to mu- movie studios, and it could." net us x amount of dollars and blah 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 and people go oh yeah that's a pretty good deal let's let's invest in that look a jackal intercepted a text going to lars look at that in the chat room all right (laughs) he intercepted one of lars's texts all right (laughs) all right i see that that's funny call me too funny mm-hmm so so that's what it boils down to it, it it doesn't necessarily mean that there's you know there's immediate value in this it just means mm-hmm. that there's potential to do something with this and and people will go oh well i'll i'll um gamble on the potential yeah Tim james is polishing up his catalog right now <laughs> I'll take $500, guys. Yeah, I mean, well, I'm going to use a current example. Okay. Rat, the whole Geico commercial. Mm-hmm. That, that is being played pretty regularly. Right. And I'm not going to mention a number here, but I was told by uh, someone close to us that Stephen and and whomever it is who's involved with the rat entity, mm-hmm. they made a shit ton of money on that on that thing. That's good for they a thir- for a thirty second commercial. Yeah, yeah, they they made a shit ton of money. I heard upwards of three hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> A, a, a source stressed that the venture was not directly inspired by the startup Hib, Hibnosis songs, which has spent over, drumroll please, $1 billion Oof. buying up hit songwriter and producer catalogs in just two years. However, mm-hmm. that company has certainly proven and driven up the value of the song catalog. See, see, that's the thing. It's just like, well, we're we're out there just buying up all this shit, mm-hmm. and one of them might hit. Yeah. And uh, are you in? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, if if we get a round and round sold to Geico, yeah, uh, that could net us. You know, what, what's the song worth? Uh, you know. Let's just throw a number out there. Uh, half a million dollars. Wow. But but mm-hmm. I'm just throwing a number out there. I don't know that's the number. Yeah. But the number of times that the Geico commercial plays and all that shit, and Geico is a massive, you know, insurance company, mm-hmm. it could it could net, you know, a billion dollars on a $500,000 investment. You know? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's how it went. I mean, I, I, those are not real numbers. I'm just throwing those numbers out, but that's the kind of thought process that goes into this. Okay. Uh, I can't wait to see what bands they buy up. Not, well, again, it could be anybody. Hmm. Think anybody they'll who, Ameri- think they'll buy up that American Reckoning song? <laughs> no. No, you don't think that uh, was. I'm, I'm sure. I'm hard. sure they're tried and true classics or something that actually had a recognizable uh, name or a song to it. Mm-hmm. You know, and just like yeah, we could market that out to a, a like you said earlier, a, a movie or a commercial or something, mm-hmm. and and some big corporation might buy it just for the use and go, yeah, that's that's worth the you know. X amount of dollars to us, but then when we play it again and again and again on our commercial loop or it gets mm-hmm. played in a movie theater, I don't know how relevant that is right now with the COVID or if it gets played on Netflix or Amazon Prime or whatever, right. we we get all the residuals. Right, as well as the return from the song. If the song gets in a movie and then people start downloading it on Spotify. There you go. There you go. That's yeah. exactly how it works. Like that, isn't that what happened with REO Speedwagon? They were on Ozark, and then all of a sudden they had a shit ton of people downloading their music because they heard Time for well, Me to Fly. Well, well, I heard that that uh, just round and round was mm-hmm. like in the top 10 again because of that Geico commercial. Yeah. Of course, in today's world, the top 10 could mean 47 true. plays. But- That's true. <laughs> but so, what, yeah, I, I mean, I see, the, I see the value in it. I mm-hmm. just... You you got to think though it's only going to be like super big catalogs. You know who did this and sold sold his sold his sold to this recently? Who's that? D Snyder. Oh really? He sold the Twisted Sister catalog, and he said point blank, he said, "Hey, I'm cashing out." <laughs> yeah, well, the, the dude's pushing close to you know what is he sixty what sixty five or something? Yeah. He's like, what do I need to hold on to this yeah, for? Yeah, I mean, what what has he got to prove? He's got, what, 15 good years left? Yeah. I got $10 million or something for it. And it's like, fuck it, I'm out. I'm going to sit here and judge people for not fucking bowing to black people. <laughs> not wearing a mask. Yeah, I'm 65. I, I might live till 80, so I might as yeah. well grab $10 million and sit back and bang my big-titted wife. Yeah bang my hot wife and complain about the world <laughs> way to go d all right um let's see um uh hypnosis songs which spent over a billion dollars buying up hit songwriters and producer catalogs in just two years however that the company has cer- uh certainly proven and driven up the value of the songs uh hip Gnosis was uh, co-founded founded by former Elton John, Beyonce, Iron Maid manager Merrick uh, Mercurtis. Is how you is that how you say his name? I guess has purchased catalogs from songwriters and producers, including Timberland, Eurythmics, Dave Stewart, The Dream, Chain Smokers, and several dozen other. I've seen that Chain Smokers pop up a couple of times. I never even heard of them. I don't know who that is, but while music publishing and other forms of intellectual property have long been viewed as recession proof and have been 
a lucrative area of business, the coronavirus pandemic, which has shut down touring. The financial engine for the music industry almost completely has amplified that perspective. Yeah, because people are sitting at home going, yeah, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll turn on Spotify or I'll watch YouTube or I'll watch a movie or whatever. Yeah. Metallica are one of the most important and influential bands of the past 40 years and are also one of the most financially successful, due in no small part to Q Prime, which was co-founded by Bernstein and Peter Mensch and began managing them in 1984. The group rose to superstardom as sales of CDs, the most lucrative formats of uh, the recorded music were beginning to boom and has toured every year. Have they toured every year? I think so. Of their existence, except 2020, although there have uh, been several dates that were booked later this year. Uh, According to Polestar, at the time of Metallica's most recent performance in September, the group has sold 22.1 million total tickets and grossed some $1.4 billion since 1982, putting at the top class of touring acts, along with the Rolling Stones, U2, Taylor Swift, and Ed Sheeran. Isn't that a shame that a Taylor Swift can... Uh, be in the same league as a Metallica who's got a 40-year history and Taylor Swift has had, what, a decade? Yeah. Well, she's the hot item, I guess. I get uh, it, but my point is, is man, how did how did a Taylor Swift gain so much ground so swiftly? Because she came in at a time when she didn't have to play shows for $20 a ticket like Metallica did. That's true. You know, she comes in and she probably charges... Probably between 150 and 500 a ticket. That's a good point. I didn't uh, think of that angle, but you're absolutely right. And that's yeah. just touring the group's income from streaming, merch, physical sales is formidable, not uh, least because in 2012, the group assumed control of their master recordings and formed their own label, Blackened, run mm-hmm. between Q Prime's offices and Metallica's headquarters. The Label handles their new releases through a distribution deal with Warner's Rhino Records as well as Catalog, which regularly sells high six figures each year. Wow. Good for them. Well, I wonder how they got control of their catalog. That's a good question. They bought it out of them. Um, if I remember right, they bought it from Electra. Well, again, I, I know Universal bought Electra. And I know Don has been trying to get a hold of the Dokken catalog, but uh, it just they he just could not buy it. He's been trying to buy it, and they're just like, no way. There's some magic. There's some. I mean, a couple bands have been. Look at how many, how many times has Motley Crue rebought their catalog? Well, Motley bought their catalog out because of Nikki Six insulting uh, the uh, presidents of Electra's wife. They basically, they basically gave them their catalog backs. Like, here's your catalog. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, maybe Lars, who knows? Fuck the president of Universal's daughter. (laughs) Who knows? Could be. Yeah. Maybe that's what Don's doing wrong. Maybe should, maybe Don should go to an industry party and diddle somebody's wife. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that would hurt. Yeah. Here's here's your catalog. Get out of here, pally. 
Don better, now Don's got a reason to get those hands working again. I guess. They can go finger bang some fucking executive's wife and get his catalog back. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, you got the ABCs of Metallica ready? I do right here, right here. Do you remember where you left off? Were we at G? I don't remember. Well, let's just start at G. All right, here we go. Do you know your alphabets? A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, it's the ABCs of Metallica, a learning time for the children listening to the CMS. And here's your professor of heavy metal phonics, Chris Akin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I forgot all about that. <laughs> all right. All right, Miss Booksy, take it away. <laughs> all right. Uh, in the ABCs of Metallica today, we will start with the letter G. All right. G is for Garage Days. Not for G G Spot? No, it's for Garage Days. All right. Metallica's humblest time. Practicing for hours and hours to make sure their act would shine. <laughs> Jesus. They started playing songs by British bands and American ones, certainly. There were even two from Ireland, Sweet Savage and Thin Lizzy. <laughs> Some of the other groups were Killing Joke, Merciful Fate, and Bungie, Budgie Indeed. Queen, Bob Seger, Anti-Nowhere League, and Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Anti-Nowhere League? Yeah. They, they added that in there? Yeah, of course. Something tells me that uh, Lars has a uh, Black Lives Matter protester locked up in his G garage. <laughs> G garage <laughs> Moving on to H, Neely. All right. H. As a is that is that shooting in your arm H? No, not a, not according to the ABCs of Metallica. Maybe maybe 30 years ago that the ABCs of Metallica would have H would have been for heroin. All right. Well, I wasn't referring to heroin, but okay. And since you brought that up, go ahead. H today, Neely, is for heavy metal. <laughs> a sound so loud and in your face. Yeah. Metallica, as far from heavy metal as you can get these days. <laughs> a tremendous amount of volume from drums, guitar, and bass. Mm -hmm. The look was always quite striking with pins and patches everywhere. Denim leather spikes and chains and wild shaggy long hair. <laughs> shaggy. None of, which, none of which Metallica does anymore. Metallica hasn't worn denim and leather and spikes and chains and none of them have long hair and haven't in two decades. I, I like the word. I like the term that they use shaggy because it, shaggy. it reminds me of um, Spinal Tap. Right. Where uh, Fred Willard, who passed away recently. Mm -hmm. uh, he used uh, he used that term in the Spinal Tap movie. Shaggy. Yeah, I, I I don't need to get. He goes, I'm I'm due for a haircut. I don't want to get too close to the band because I might be mistaken for a band member with my shaggy hair. <laughs> shaggy. Shaggy. Yeah. Shaggy. 
I don't think I heard the word shaggy since my dad uttered that back in the late 70s. I think you need a haircut, son. You're starting to look a bit shaggy. The only shaggy I ever heard was shaggy and Scooby. Yeah, of course. Shaggy. Scooby-Doo. And that was it. You know, I was into a show that featured a pothead. I loved that guy. Shaggy was my dude. Ooh. Well, he was a pothead. Yeah. I love that. Of course. All right, Neely, we're moving on now. All right. We're, we're the, moving on from uh, H. From H to I. Okay. As the alphabet tends to go. I is for It's Electric, a top tune by Diamond Head. <laughs> so they're, so they're, they're crediting Diamond Head in a Metallica book for... Yeah. So basically, they're saying Metallica is irre- irrelevant. I for irrelevant because yeah. without Diamond Head, Metallica would not have a career. That's right. Okay. And they're going to spell that even more out here in a minute. Because, all right. All right. One group that inspires Metallica and whose influence was widespread. There were there were other bands like Saxon, Iron Maiden, and Motorhead. <laughs> which the fellas became great fans of, on which their sound was bred. Wow, I like the fact that you adopted the cadence of the book. Of course. That, that you got the rhythmic cadence of the book. Dude. Now, if Bon Jovi would just read this book, he might be able to actually pen a good song. Yeah. If I would turn into a transgender woman and I could go and read at the library. <laughs> I mean, I've got the skill. You do. Mm-hmm. Want to do one or two more? Um, let's go a couple more. All right, we'll do J and K. All that? right, all right, let's go. All right. J is for James, who sings and plays rhythm guitar. His powerful voice and down-picked riffing helped Metallica get this far. Is that right? They sure did. <laughs> thank you, James. James, for being so prolific. Yeah, thank you, dude. James collects and rebuilds custom cars. Mm-hmm. Zephyrs, Roadsters, Packers, and such. Yeah, yeah. With with a with a multi million dollar income, yeah, you can afford to do that. Sometimes they need repairs to the brakes, engine, or clutch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he loves his metal heavy, whether music or machine. The louder, the faster, the better. As long as it's lean and mean. Wow. Man. And look at this horrible picture that they drew of James in a car. (laughs) Hey, that shit. Well, I, 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 as you know, yeah, I see that. Awful. He's got fat hands. Yeah, he does. (laughs) He's got big fat hands. It's from the down picking. It made him bigger and muscular. Yeah, I guess. No, he's got, he's got thick, fat hands. Little thick fat hands. <laughs> I don't know how he works on cars. I I I think he could barely hold a wrench with those big fat hands. <laughs> maybe maybe straps it into those wristbands he's wearing. <laughs> well, I, as you know, enjoy mm-hmm. working on cars myself. Yeah. And and that's an expensive hobby. Yeah. And um as an average person who you know, likes to work on classic cars, whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, most people, I'm I'm assuming that most of the people who enjoy that kind of thing, 
Yeah. They're they're typically blue collar guys who like to work with their hands, but they, you know, they make a living and more often than not, I'm going to guess that that they probably got the uh, fat old lady and a couple kids at home. Yeah. So so their expendable income is very limited in what they're allowed, and I use mm-hmm. that word loose allowed. Right. To spend on their hobby and build rebuilding or uh modifying classic cars that's right well but then there's james yeah but then there's james who's got multi-millions of dollars and you know he can go out there and tinker around if he'd like works on cars when he's not building tables exactly Mm -hmm. because i am the table by the way he is the table he is the table certainly is (laughs) all right all right neely and finally today in our reading of the abcs of metallica we come to K. K is for Kirk, who shreds on lead guitar. Does he? Lightning fast with mind-bending solos. He sometimes uses a whammy bar. Wow. <laughs> well, I want to fact check that. Does does uh, Kirk use a whammy bar? Does. He does sometimes. All right. Yeah. I'm just asking the question. Yeah, and some of those King Nothing, especially I know in King Nothing that that solo is but but does he have the George Lynch whammy neck? That I don't know. I doubt. You're talking about from the from the doc and video, of course. <laughs> I doubt he has that. The whammy neck. Yeah, the whammy neck. <laughs> the spinning it around. Woo! Yeah, you want to come home from the concert? Want to spin the guitar around your neck? Yeah. The George Lynch GoPro guitar. That's right. <laughs> nice. All right, let's go. That's it? Kirk, no, I'm 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 got more to read here. All right, good. Kirk loves catching massive waves, although he never boasts. He's also thrilled by scary stuff like vampires, zombies, and ghosts. Ooh. He started in a band called Exodus before joining Lars and James in their little band named Metallica. The music world was never the same. He's a game changer. He sure is. I think we'll leave it there for now. I I wasn't aware that uh, Kirk was part of Exodus. Yeah, at the beginning. All right. I'm just asking the question. Yeah, he was at the very beginning. Well, I learned something new from the ABCs of Metallica. There you go. So there it is. It's the ABCs of Metallica, available now, only $19. <laughs> what a bag of shit. What is wrong with those guys? Well, they, they probably made a few bucks off of it, and they don't really care what was in it. Yeah, probably never looked at it. It's probably... They probably gave it to their kids and thought, you know, that's that's probably cool dad material there. James probably gave that to his kid and was like coolest dad in the room for a minute. Yeah, look at me. I got a book. Yeah, I got a book about me. Yeah. Although even that, I would imagine that's probably not even that cool for for um for Metallica. There's a million books written on those guys. Yeah. Well look at me. I got a I'm a cartoon figure. Yeah, exactly. Well, there it is. Metallica sold out and proud of it. All right. Well, getting back to something more important. Mm-hmm. So have you been sipping the red breasts? 
I had two glasses tonight. Oh, a whole two tumblers? Yeah, two tumblers. All right. And it's a it's a it's a nice taste. It's a very nice very nice blender, nice taste. Would that be about a quarter of the bottle? No, not not quite that much. Not quite okay. Yeah, a little less than that, but just just casually. I did I didn't want to get all fucked up on this is good this is the good stuff. All right. I need rot gut to get fucked up. (laughs) You you don't want the, the high profile shit. No. See, now I wouldn't mind having those two glasses. And then if I was going to get fucked up, have me like a, you know, a a $20 bottle of Jack Daniels or something. And then just start doing shots after it or something. Once my tongue has been burned up a little bit and I don't taste it as much, but all right. Yeah. No, that's a nice, smooth sipping. If I was ever that guy that sits around watching TV and just having a cognac or whatever at the end of the day, that yeah. would be what I would probably drink. That's good. Yeah, having some mixed nuts yeah. in a bowl, mm-hmm. sipping your whiskey, watching yeah. a, a tune or watching a movie. Watching a movie, smoking a cigar. There you go. Yeah. Enjoying life yeah. and not having yeah. a wife bitch at you for drinking your uh, fine, fine whiskey. And smoking up the place and eating uh, eating nuts. Those were the for the kids. You know what? Just not having the wife anymore. I would drink <laughs> castor oil and fucking cut one finger off every time. I was gonna pack the kids lunch with those mixed nuts. Yeah, but man. you ate them all, and you're getting drunk on whiskey. Yeah, how dare you? How dare you spend 18 whole dollars on a case of beer? Yeah. Wrong with you. Don't you know we need that for for fucking construction paper for the kids project? Dude, just talking about this just like just puts me like in a horrific move. I'm just like, fuck. Yeah, it's this awful. Is, this, this is what I lived my entire years of life to to hear you bitch at me for drinking a a little bit of a whiskey and having a few mixed nuts because you were saving them for the kids lunch marriage is absolutely miserable (laughs) i don't know why people continue to and i made them a huge mistake too well we we didn't know any better back then yeah but i certainly knew better somewhere in the fucking quarter century that i hung around doing it yeah but when you bang out some kids it's a little bit different yeah i don't know if i had it to do all over again i'd have fucking paid alimony payments <laughs> i'd have been more than happy to pay 10 15 years worth of fucking child support that would have been a hell of a lot better right but whatever we live we learn All right well, let's get out of here. I'm going to let you pick a Metallica song. I, right. I have Metallica open here. Okay. So uh, why don't you take us out with something that's uh, kind of relevant or something that's, uh, you know, relatable. All right. Um, now that we're dead. <laughs> um, um, but, but, but yeah, now that we're dead, that'll work from hardwired. Okay. All right. Well, we'll play that. All right, good. That'll work. All right. Well, we're going to get out of here. I will be on the road Thursday, Friday. I'll be back on Saturday morning. Of course, there'll be a show next Saturday evening. If yep. you're if you're in the Roanoke, uh, Virginia area on Friday night, uh, I will be out there with our good friends Red Rain and Dawkin. So sure. uh, 
maybe I'll run into a few of you out there and so on and so forth. So everybody be safe. Enjoy your week. And we'll be back next Saturday night. We'll do this thing all over again. So until, until next Saturday, this is Neely along with my very good friend. Chris Egan. And we're gone. Bye, kids.